Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us, helping us to understand your ways and your heart. We want to follow the heart of God. We want to have the mind of Christ. Therefore, through your word, Lord, we want to learn from you. And we ask your Holy Spirit to be our teacher. And we want to receive whatever you want to say today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I really understand the heart of Jesus more when he say, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Definitely, for myself, my career or my profession is a neurosurgeon. And I need to do that work all these years in order to feed my family, in order to be able to pay my bills and to enjoy life and be able to support the work of God financially. But I want to let you know that even though I have to work as a neurosurgeon, but my passion is about building local churches. And the longer I serve the Lord, the more I know the Bible and the deeper relationship I have with Jesus Christ. This year now, I know my God better than 10 years ago. I know him much deeper and much stronger than before. And as I served God for all these 30 years in building the local church, I really have been convinced that building the local church is the best effort and the best investment that we can do in life. I am sold out for church planting and building local churches because it's like a family. I come to this point because my family took care of me. My dad and my mom fed me, sent me to school, provided for me, taught me. I am right now part of it because my dad and mom and my family of that generation did some good thing to my life. In the same way, the church is like God's family. Now I understand what the book of Haggai say, in my house there will be shalom. And now I understand that the answer to the society, to the country, to the nations, to the community is Jesus Christ. He brought Zozo, or Zoso, and you can say it different ways, Zoso. He brought salvation or Zoso to humanity. But we don't see Jesus today. Who is the body of Jesus that will bring Zoso or the salvation to people in society? The church. The church is the most important institution in the universe that can fulfill the heart of heaven. I believe that everything that man needs is in the local church. If we build a good, biblical, spirit-filled, glorious local church, not just some kind of fakey local church, real church will be the answer to everyone who comes into the church. The answer because in the local church, you will see 
the manifestation of salvation there. People will be saved there. People will be taken care of, trained, mature. They will find out their calling. They can serve. They can accumulate the rewards in heaven. The family shall be saved. And I noticed that if we build good local churches, not only each individual will be saved and will be blessed and will grow and mature and live according to the will of God. But not only that, the kids shall grow up in the right way and the kids will not backslide. Lately, I come to know a lot of patients who start to come to our church. And one of the common things that they say to me is that, I need to work on my grown-up children, 27 years old, 30 years old, because all of them backslide. They are not in the church anymore. And when I heard that, I was so concerned, and I pray. I mean, this is not one time. I listened to some members who join our church later on. Most of them are my patients, and they say, I'm concerned about my kids. They walk away from God. And I was thinking in my heart right away, if we build a good church, our kids will not backslide. They will continue to serve the Lord to the next generation. So I'm sold out for the church. I pour out my life to the local church. I do everything to build the local church here and the local church in, in different cities. We get involved in helping building local churches because we know that local church is the answer for that society. Eventually, when we become bigger, more life will come in. The whole needs of humanity, the holistic need of humanity is met in the local church. That's why I'm willing to pour out my money, my life, my energy, my time, flying here, flying there to build a local church. But in order to build a local church, we need to have God's mindset or the mind of Christ. We cannot use our old culture mindset or our old way. We need to be transformed. Our mind needs to be renewed to think the way God thinks because the local church is the temple of God or is the family of God. And God is using human beings like us to build a local church. And as a servant, as a workers to build the house of God, we need to listen to the architect and to the engineer who know how to build the house. And Jesus is the main architect. Jesus is the main engineer who anoints some people like Paul, to write the Bible, to write letters and scripture, to teach our generation today, the apostle prophet in that generation, wrote the Bible to teach us how to build a local church. The blueprint of God is in the Bible. So today I would like to emphasize one of the mindsets that we should have when we want to build a local church. What is that mindset? The mindset is this. We need our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. We need each other. Everyone in the church is important and needed. We should not discriminate anybody. We should see the importance of everybody. We should try to recruit and get everybody involved in the local church as much as we can. One of my prayers 
on a regular basis is that our new comers and new members in the church. Lately, we have a lot of new members joining the church. They will find their place, their ministry in the church. And as the older members and leaders, we need to look at them like, we need you. You are important. We don't want to, you to sit around doing nothing. You are precious and important in the body of Christ, in the local church. And we pray that you can get involved. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 to 31, it's a long passage, but this passage teaches us a lot. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, thank God we have many members, many, are one body, so also is Christ. The Bible compares, the Apostle Paul compares the church as the body of Christ with many organs, many parts of the body. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. This is interesting scripture. I totally believe that the person who joined you into a local church is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit joined me into this local church, not man. So every time people ask me, what church should I go to? What church should I be a member of? I will answer, you ask the Holy Spirit. It's not my business. I cannot tell you what to do. You need to ask the Holy Spirit which body of Christ you need to join. And not only that, when we come in, we drink into one spirit. In other words, the, the spirit of God must be the boss in that church. We all drink the same spirit. We all move with the same spirit in the church. The Holy Spirit is the key person of a local church. And he is a key person who put us into different body of different churches. Okay? So, today, one of my patients told me that last Sunday she felt led by God that her life in another place is over. She needs to come to this church. And then her friend asked her, oh, do you join that church because the pastor is your neurosurgeon? Because you want to kind of hang around your doctor? So she talked to God right away. God is that question true that I come here because of Dr. Lau? And the Holy Spirit spoke to her. No, I am the one who led you to new hope and I'm the one who will put you there at this time of your life. And she say, Amen. I know I did not come because of Dr. Lau. I came and I want to be a member of the church because of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For in fact, the body is not one member but many. We need many members. It's not one. This church cannot be run by one man like me. I need members. We need each other. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not of the body, 
Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleased. Wow, what a powerful writing of Paul. In other words, in the church, there will be different members and different functions, different giftings and talents and callings. That's okay. We are all different. We are at the different parts of the body, and we're going to function according to what God ordained us to do. Actually, the Bible says, in the body just as he pleased, who make one sister here to have a burden and the ability and the anointing to teach children. Not me. God. Put that burden in you to care about children in the church. And I should respect that, the calling in your life. You should respect that calling in her life. In the same way, not everybody is called and gifted to be a pastor's wife or a senior pastor's wife like Pastor Da. We should respect that calling in her. Jesus is the one who set that up that in this century, in New Hope International Church, Pastor Da is a senior pastor's wife. And in the same way, we should look at each other that way. We all have different functions. We all have different callings, and we should respect one another and appreciate one another. And as you appreciate other people's calling and their ministry, actually, you honor God. Because God is the one who put that in them. So when you respect their calling, you respect God in them. Yeah, we should always honor each other calling and ministry. Verse 19, And if they were all one member, where would the body be? So we cannot have only one member in the church. We have to be many. But now indeed, there are many members, yet one body. In other words, even though there are Indonesian, Mandarin-speaking, Spanish-speaking, Thai-speaking, Japanese-speaking, Americans, African people here. But we are one body. We should build atmosphere of we are one together. We have to forget about our skin color. We need to ignore those things, the skin color and our old culture, our old way. We need to come in together to have the same biblical culture. We need to change. And we need to grow up and learn the way of God. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Should we think that I don't need you? We should not. We should think, I need you. We need one another. We may be different. We may sometimes step on each other's toes. We may have different emphasis. But we still need to respect each other and love one another. Amen? Lately, I edited the teaching that I did many years ago, about 10 years ago, or 12 years ago. And that teaching talking about the most important thing in our life. You know what is the most important thing in our life? Not making money. 
the most important thing in our life is love. Some of us may look for dreams and vision, look for deep, 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 deep teaching. Oh, I want something deep teaching. Pastor, you don't teach us deep enough. This church is too, too simple. But before you go to deep teaching, let me ask you, are you walking in love? Do you love one another? Do you honor one another? Do you love God? Do you love your pastor? Do you love people or not? That is the most important thing. So if we are in the same body, in one body, we need to care for one another and love one another and see the importance of each other. Not, no, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on this we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. In other words, some church member may be on the stage, very clear, very out there. People see them, look honorable, but some people may be in the kitchen. Somebody may work behind the scene with the computer, doing editing the video for the pastor. Some people may just put Thai scripture into my teaching. Whatever people do behind the scene or in front of the stage. In the eyes of God, God say he wants to honor everybody. And the same mindset, we should honor everybody in the church. No matter what position, what ministry they do, we need to honor one another and give honor to each other. We give honor to each other. Amen? We don't just give honor to the pastor. We honor each other in the church. But our presentable parts have no need. Like me, I'm a presentable part. I'm on the pulpit. I don't need to seek too much honor because I already have the privilege to stand on the pulpit. But I should honor people who cook, people who take care of the kids behind the scene, or people who do the parking lot. Those people need to be honored. We need them. We need each other. But God composed the body having given greater honor to the part which lacks it. We need to give honor to people who work behind the scene that lacks the honor. That there should be no schism in the body. There's no division. But that the members should have the same care for one another. Wow, profound writing of Paul. We need to care for each other. We need to realize, I need you. And you need me. I'm going to honor you. I will treat you with respect. I will treat you like I treat a diamond ring. I will not abuse you. I will treat you well. I will talk to you with honor. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. And if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. We are the teamwork. When the whole team, when the whole soccer team win, the whole team get honor. Is that right? We work together as a team to bring soul in, to make disciples, to help people to grow up, to plant more churches, to see miracles and healing and all this stuff. And when one person gets the blessing, the whole church receives word of praises from the Lord. We are one together. Amen? Tomorrow, this Sunday, one of our, our newcomers is going to give testimony about how God healed her 
in a church. I already called her and make appointment to give testimony. But I want to tell you, it's not about just me lay hand on her on Sunday. But she told us that when she drove in, somebody went to her car, welcome her. She walked into the church. People love her, welcome her. She said that this is the first time for years that when I go to one church and many people call her and email her. Wow, I have gone to another church for 15 years. No one emailed me, no one called me. Just show up one, one Sunday, people already love me. I feel so welcome here. It's not just about Pastor Lao Lei Han. No. The whole church working together to welcome and love this sister. And now she wants to be a part of this church because she felt the love in this house. She received the miracle of healing tomorrow. Please listen to the testimony uh, in the morning. She's going to come up and share with us. Amen. When good things happen, we all rejoice because we are the same team. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed this in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongue. This is not about the tongue of being baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is the gifts of tongue. Prophecy. Are all apostles? No. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues, mean prophetic tongue, not speaking in tongue to be baptized with the Holy Spirit? Do all interpret, but earnestly decide the best gift, and yet I show you a more excellent way. So we all come in. God put us together in one local church. And in the local church, God anoints all of us with different gifts. Some people are teachers. Some people are administrators. Some people are gifts of helps. Some people have the gifts of healing. And thank God for them. We should honor that gift. And we should encourage one another, let people use the gift in a humble way, we all exalt Jesus Christ. And then Apostle Paul, but earnestly desire the best gift. What are the best gifts? How many people know? What are the best gifts? Prophecy? Healings? What are the best gifts? The best gifts, in my understanding, is that the gifts that are needed at that moment. If people need healing, God anoint me right now to have the gift of healing. Did he need healing? If the person needs words of exhortation, God anoint me right now to have the gift of exhortation. At this moment, I need that gift. They need exhortation. So the best gift are the gift that people need at that moment. Is it clear? So we not need to seek the anointing to minister to people. Each and every one of us should be open to any gift that God may use you specifically at that time. I never call myself a healer. I, I cannot say, maybe I have to be careful what I say here. I cannot say that I have the gift of healing. I cannot say that. I'm not a healer by nature. But can God anoint me to heal people? Yes. For that particular moment, I just heard testimony from Frankfurt, that one lady who were growing up with deaf ear, 
she could not hear one ear very well, and she came to our camp in Germany, and God touched her. After that, the something popped out of her ear, and now she can hear. Should I claim that? Oh, because of Pastor Lau? No, it's not me. It's the work of the Holy Spirit that worked through me at that moment for her. The best gift for her is to heal her deaf ear. Is it clear? So we all seek best gift for each situation. We need to seek the gift of God. We need to honor each other's gift and calling. Each and every one of us is a part of the same body. We should appreciate each other callings and giftings, and we should get everyone involved. One of the reasons I prepared this teaching because I minister to a small church somewhere in the world, and I noticed that people in that group have division. I don't want you. I want only my team. You are another team. Hey, I'm not going to let you get involved here. I want only my friend get involved. When I saw that, I said, I need to write this lesson. The leaders and the pastors of the church need to have this mentality. Everyone is needed. No Paul's group, Apollo's group, <laughs> Peter's group in the church. We all in one body and one head. Everyone should be involved. No such thing like my group, your group, we're not going to let you serve here, get out of here. That is the flesh. That is a sinful nature. That is not right. We need to include everybody in the church. We should appreciate everybody. Amen? Amen. Every Christian should join a good local church and be involved in a good ministry. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. Remember this? You and every single member of the church is God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. You are so unique. God makes you so unique. And God put a special gift into you that no one else has. So unique. And I agree with what Paul said. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. It's true. Pastor Lau, 38 years ago, before I was born again, I was such a selfish man, working for myself. I did not know how to preach. I did not know how to build a local church. After I came to know Jesus, he made me a new man. Know how to preach, how to build local church, know how to minister to people, lay hands on people. All these things are new to me compared to before 1981, before I was born again. To do what? To do the good things he planned for you and me long ago. Look at each other this way. You are new. God Make you special. You are God's masterpiece. This is how I look at my members everywhere. When I look at people walking, wow, this is a masterpiece of God. Better than the drawing of Michelangelo 
in Sicily Chapel. Better than that statue in Vatican that people take time to mold and make a beautiful statue of Saint Peter in Saint Peter Cathedral. You are God masterpiece. You need to look at each other that way, and say you are new. God gonna use you to do good things. Amen. That He planned for you long time ago. You need to have that mindset to each other in the church. We are designed. We were created with a unique personality, unique giftings and calling and voice and everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter two, verses fourteen to sixteen, and I will uh, stop here. I need to continue some other time because of the time process here. For Christ Himself has brought peace to us. He united. Jews and Gentiles into one people. In the church, we have Jews, Gentiles, American, Chinese, Thai, Mexican, Indonesian, Hong Kong, Hong Kongese. Is that right? I don't know how to call Hong Kong people. We come together into one people. When in His own body on the cross. He broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. In the international church, like this, we need Christ to break down hostility and the differences of nationality in our church. We need to love each other. He did this by ending the system of law with. Its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in Himself one new people from the two groups. We must be one together from different groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of His death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death in the church. We will not emphasize nationality anymore. You are Indonesian. You are Chinese. You are Japanese. Every nationality has good part in it. Amen. We need to pull the good part out. Uh, my daughter complimented Japanese, but when I listened to the story, wow, Japanese have many good things. He said that Brendan left his camera bag in the restaurant at the airport in Japan. That might be about ten thousand dollars. She already flew to Indonesia to Bali, but he find out that he left the bag. He called the airline. The airline went to that restaurant. One day later, it was still sitting there. So they pick it up, put in the place. When he flew back to Japan, the person stand in front of the gate and say, "I'm gonna take you to get your bag." When I heard that, wow! Japanese has good qualities. They don't steal. You see, I think each and every one of us has some good part, some of the image of God in us. Thai has some good part. Chinese has some good part. We need to pull out the good part and bless each other, and the bad part let the Holy Spirit kill it, burn it out, until we become more like Jesus. Amen. 
So I really want to encourage all of you. We come from different backgrounds. We come from different nationalities and language, and even church backgrounds. Some of us come from a totally church, different church background. We still need to come together and work together as one. And that one starts from the heart. I want to encourage those who listen to this teaching later on. You know, when you join into the family, you need to think the church as a family. And you join that pastor, you join that church. Make a decision. I'm going to love my church. I'm going to love my pastor. I'm going to love this body. I need them. They need me. I'm going to build them up. And they build me up. Amen. Can you imagine I marry Pastor Da? This morning we have a conversation together. We know each other for 50 years now. Yeah, 50 years. I get to know her when I was 15 years old. We know each other for 50 years. And we still hug each other. She still hug me. And many people, after 50 years of marriage, they sleep in a different room. And they turn their face from each other. They don't talk to each other anymore. My family, we have unity. I devoted and dedicated to Pasada and my children. And that is my priority. I will not let anybody talk bad about my wife or destroy my family. Definitely, my family, when we are together in unity like that, in one heart together, we can bless other families. Is that right? Pastor Dan and I always think about what we can do to bless people. Give, help people to go to the camp. We always think about blessing, helping. But I cannot do that if my family breaks down and we cannot even talk to each other. We cannot even look at each other's eyes. We need to have unity. The same thing in the church. I pray that our members will have this mentality. My priority is my church. I'm going to love my church. I'm going to encourage my pastor. I will joy with his vision, joy with his teaching. I will not look down on his teaching and say, oh, other ministry better than him. No. If I say that other woman better than my wife, what's going to happen? If my wife thinks that other men better than my husband? No. I need to honor her the boss. No matter what. She's the best woman in my heart, in my eyes. The same thing when you're in the church. Your pastor is the best person to me. Other pastor is just uh, hors d'oeuvre and some special. But my main food is my pastor. I'm going to listen to his teaching. I'm going to join with him. And if we can be strong together, we can help so many people in the world. It doesn't mean that we are kind of just me, 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 my church, new hope. No. We need to start from oneness in the body here. Then this body can bless other people in the world together. Why we produce teaching in Japanese, in Mandarin? Because we want to bless people in the world. Amen? We still have that heart to help other body of Christ, other churches. But the heart must be united in the local church. Amen? So in conclusion today, according to all this scripture that I read, we are all created in the image of God. We are the masterpiece of God. We each and every one of us is important unique, have the gift. We need to honor each other. We need each other. Try to recruit members to serve together in the team. 
no discrimination. Don't push them out. Recruit them in. Encourage them to be involved. Everyone is important. We are the same body. If we all, if the church is successful, we all rejoice together as one team. Amen. When we suffer, we suffer together. When we rejoice, we rejoice together. I hope this mindset. I know that you all say, "Oh, Pastor, I heard about this many times," but it's good to be reminded about this to to be stronger in relationship in the church to be together. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for reminding us this mindset, this heart, philosophy, attitude in our heart, that we look at each other with the newness of our spiritual eyes. We see our brother and sister as important, as unique, as needed, and we can uh, honor them, work together. Build the local church together, one body together, and from this body or whatever body that those who are listening to this teaching right now, they can bless the world for you, Lord, together. Starting in Jerusalem, and then go to Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth, Lord. We thank you so much for teaching us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
you low. 